Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Randall Show, we talk about learning more about strength and conditioning. The Ask Mike Reinhold Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show. I am here with some of our crew from Champion PT Performance up in Boston, Massachusetts, answering your questions today. Anything you guys want to talk about, fitness, sports performance, physical therapy, career advice, we are here to answer your questions. We don't make these up. You guys submit them to us. If you have questions like this, obviously head to MikeRonald.com, click on that podcast link, and you can fill out that form and make sure we get to your question on a future episode. So quickly, before we get into this week's awesome questions, they're always awesome, introduce the crew we have today. We have Dan Pope down below, fitnesspainfree.com. What's up? Lenny Macrina, lennymacrina.com, right? Dave Tilly from shiftmovementscience.com. Lisa Russell from, I totally forget the name of her website right now. What is it? It's powerhouserowing.com. It's powerhouse physio. Physio rats, powerhousephysio.com. If you're interested in working with runners and stuff, we, uh, I mean, uh, rowers, sorry. <laughs> Can we start this episode over? <laughs> uh, rowers, uh, leases your gal. And then Duesh Podell down below, our director of fitness here at Champion PT Performance with a, uh, uh, um, unknown website at this point, right? But uh, Dwesh is uh, the mastermind behind a lot of what we do at Champion and our social media account. So follow Champion on Instagram. You see a lot of the stuff that we're doing in the gym based on Dwesh. Was that good, Dewey? Perfect. <laughs> right? So awesome. All right. So I like this question today. I'm going to preface this. I like this question because we actually get this question a lot, and I saw this a lot online recently. But from Stacy from Florida, Florida says, hey, champion, I'm a PT student, and I'm wondering what the best way to learn more about strength and conditioning is. Many of my classmates are taking the CSCS test, but is that enough? Thanks in advance. So the CSCS from the NSCA, the National Strength and Conditioning Association, has a certified Strength and conditioning specialist. It took me a second, right? Is that right? <laughs> I was like staring at the letters. I'm like, I know it's, I know this. I mean, you get every buzzword in there, certified and specialized in the same word. So you are, you are a special certification. But you, um, uh, it's the CSCS, which is, I would say, like the gold standard to to show that you have a uh, that next level um, concept of strength and conditioning. And I think the primary reason why it's the gold standard is, unlike some of the personal training certifications, is I think you need at least a bachelor degree, right? Or do you need a master degree or just bachelor? Bachelor. So, 
So I think that's the differentiator b- between me from the personal training certifications and the CSES is the CSES is it, you, you also have to have that bachelor degree. So theoretically, you have a little bit more exercise science background. I don't really know if that makes you a better coach, but um, I think that's the difference between them. So just raise, raise of hands. Every, who here is a CSES on this call? Good. All right. So everybody, but Lisa, so good. So that's a good sign. So as a physical therapist, we have four physical therapists here that, um, that are, is Scaduto a CSES? I remember he is. Sure. So, so, he is. so we all, we all did it. So this is, I think this is a good question. I'm going to just throw this straight to the physical therapist and say this. Do you think taking the CSCS gives you enough knowledge or does it give you enough strength and conditioning knowledges to be a better physical therapist who wants to start with that yes all right so tell me dave why you thought the cscs made you a better physical therapist i'll say yes with an asterisk because i think there's another part of it so yes because it gives you a very comprehensive overview of strength and conditioning like baseline knowledge so energy systems and different types of you know contractions and the physiology behind muscle growth and hypertrophy which is super important i felt as though that was not provided to me uh, in my physical therapy education to a, to the best that it could have been um, but that being said there's two halves to this one is the academic knowledge of strength conditioning and then i think the other half is the practical on the floor coaching on the fly which dewey should definitely be the one to speak to but i learned more, I guess, equally as much as I did from just being around strength coaches at Champion, shadowing, going. I remember going to Cressy's really early on. I was like one of the only physical therapists at the seminar. And I learned so much on just coaching and cueing and progressions. And like, you have to be able to kind of be in the trenches on the fly. It's not enough to just know the academic knowledge, nor is it just enough to know how to coach somebody and not know why you're doing something. So I think it's both are very valuable. Yeah, I think that's that's an excellent response too. And it, it's kind of staggering to me too why we don't have the equivalent of a CSCS preparation course within every physical therapy program, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why our field still stinks at loading, right? And, and some advanced level things. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I think the baseline knowledge that you get from the CSCS about just exercise science and physiology is, is uh, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to get elsewhere. So um, I don't know who else wants to answer that from the PT perspective on how much the CSCS helped them or didn't help them or whatever. I don't know, Len, Dan? Yeah, no, I think Dave, Dave did a good job. Like summer, like I think getting that book knowledge is good. I did take it in 2004, so it's been 16 years since I took it. But Oof, getting that, that baseline stuff, the, right? The the Earth was flat at it, that time. It was still flat. I rode my dinosaur to the test. I, mean, I was I was like 11 years old when that happened. Did you? Did you? Um, did, I think I took mine before that, so I'm totally making fun of you. But like, uh, I think I'm more. Did you use your number two pencil in with the bubbles? Probably. I sat next to King Tut and he was taking the test as well. <laughs> I, I noticed he's been working on his calves like Pope. He's on the Pope calf right, program with right, King exactly. Tut, but he'll never make I, it. This, 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 we, back. No, I, I think you get good base. I actually had a conversation last night with a student that I was interviewing for a potential uh, internship with us. And I told him, if you want to get the CSES, that's great. But I think use it in some kind of practical way because it's going to allow you to engage clients and, and, and talk to people and have to interact with people and do that small talk thing. It's going to also have to get you to program for people and see how they respond to your programs and how to progress, regress, and how to modify on the fly. It's going to allow you to coach them and how to work on technique. And I've told them, I felt like the best students that come to us at Champion 
are those that are either CSCS that are doing personal training or personal trainers or previous athletic trainers who understand how to interact with injury and interact with people and to be able to coach it and progress and regress it. So kind of long-winded, but I, I think there's value to it in a basic way, but then you have to use it practically in programming and talking to people and the small talk aspect that comes along with it. I think it's valuable as a PT student coming to a clinic like us and probably other clinics too. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, that kid didn't make the cut, did he? Awesome. That's good. I, I, Dan, I mean, I, I think we, I mean, we covered that pretty good. Any other thoughts from your perspective? I know Dan worked a little bit more in the strength and conditioning field than most of us did prior to becoming a physical therapist, which I think happens quite a bit. So I think your perspective might be, you know, kind of helpful in that too. But like, what, what are your thoughts just based on your strength and conditioning background? Yeah. Um, so, so I agree with what everyone has said. Um, I guess just to add to that, I think both elements are really important, right? And it's almost like when we took anatomy in physical therapy schools, the first class we took, didn't know anything about physical therapy, just learning random stuff. Right. And then a couple of years later, like, man, I wish I could go back and take anatomy again so I can actually put some context to it. Um, what was helpful for me is I actually worked for probably about four or five years before I got my CSCS. And I kind of did the same thing for my OCS. Um, I know folks will say bad things about the OCS because they feel like it's not practical. Um, but I think the CSS is similar in, this, in the sense that you've been practicing for years and years. Now you have an opportunity to learn more of the science and fine tune what you're doing and improve that over the course of time. Uh, if you just take the CSCS without any sort of practical application, then it, you don't really get as much out of it, you know. Um, so I think it can be beneficial, obviously, but I think it's most beneficial when you combine it with some, some sort of learning or mentoring experience or just going out and practicing the stuff yourself, you know, uh, that's, that's quite a, a, a good response, Dan, very, and, and the maturity level changes, right? Like when you're actually studying the science, when you're more mature and you're actually ready to apply it because you've been through the trenches a little bit, you're probably going to get more out of it, right? We watched Dave Tilly read textbooks on microbiology right now and think he's, insane or just doesn't have a social life, but, or both, but, uh, but, but, but yeah, I mean, it's like now that you're an adult, now that you're a practitioner, you can go dig into some of those answers a little deeper. Right. But I think a lot of times PT students are taking the CSCS thinking that it's going to either make them more marketable, which I hope that doesn't trick anybody. Right. Just because you pass the test doesn't mean you're a strength coach. Right. Um, but like, I think they just think like, Oh, I take that and then I'm good. And some of them even like seem to think they're experts at strength and conditioning when it's funny that, Dave started it off with probably the most practical comment here was that, you know, coaching, I mean, if, if you look at the definition of a coach, right, it's not about like just teaching, it's about communicating and guiding and mentoring. There's so much behind it. So Dwesh, why don't we go to you on this one? So as a strength coach, and actually as, as the person that, you know, has a lot of our interns that kind of come through our program, like, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on like, how can a PT student be better at strength and conditioning in addition to just taking a test? Like what other steps can they take? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, again, just, just practical application of this knowledge. I know like Lenny, Dave, Dan all kind of mentioned this, but the CSCS basically gives you just enough background information to want to help or to want to get better at what you do, right? But the rest of the learning comes from actually working with people and being a strength coach, right? So I think the biggest thing that you can do as a physical therapist, and we actually get people like this all the time, is, you know, we still have people that are practicing physical therapists that come in and join our internship program, right? And so I think being an intern somewhere where 
and then you get actual strength conditioning principles that are applicable is super important, right? Or that's, you know, tough for you to access, you know, find a mentor in the strength conditioning field, um, try to pick their brain and learn from them. Um, yeah, just find any way to get practical knowledge that you can actually apply to what you're doing. You got to do it, right? You got to do it. Yeah. I think that's the key. So if you're a physical therapy student, I mean, obviously there's places like us at Champion and in other places like us around the country that have strength and conditioning internships. You can go there and I guarantee you will be a much better physical therapist if you actually go through a strength and conditioning internship. You'll probably be one of the best physical therapists around if you're interested in the sport ortho type setting is because you will learn the advanced, you know, uh, patterning and, and loading on uh, capacity type things that you get and that sort of uh, spectrum. If you don't have time to take three months off or whatever and do a full internship, then look, put yourself out there, right? Like I was pretty fortunate. I got to be involved in a weight room, like in a, in a pro sports kind of level, right? So like you're involved in it, but I got good at it because I, I was in it, right? So I don't think you're going to get good at it until you're in it. So volunteer at night, you know, or the first thing you should do is become an athlete at a gym. Mm-hmm. right? Learn by doing, right? So go to a gym, like infiltrate workout, like start training with them. Maybe you can even start like coaching classes on the side or some, you know, becoming like, you know, uh, you know, a bit of a help or something like that. Just observing, volunteering, something like that. But man, it, it, it's about putting it all together. The practical information with the communication and the ability to connect with people to actually help them achieve the goals is, is amazing. What happens is you graduate, you think you learned something from a textbook, and then you go to apply it to somebody, and for some reason it doesn't work, and you're stumped. Like, oh, what do I do now? Right? Oh, I thought for sure that was going to happen, and it didn't happen. What you didn't realize is there's so many variables in this world, both from the individual and the environment, and all these things put together, all these different variables that you have to be able to, to flip on the fly. So, um, great thoughts. I think, yes. Should you take the test? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to learn a lot about exercise science and do a really good job with that. I think that's fantastic. But I think as everybody kind of highlighted, that's probably the foundation. That's the start. And like the West said, you probably need to get there in practice, actually doing things as well, putting it all together. So lots of ways to do that. Hopefully that helps. I don't think taking a test or getting letters after your name really means much if you don't know how to apply it. And I think that's that's kind of the big summary for this episode. So anyway, another great question. Thank you so much. If you have questions like that, head to MikeRonald.com, click on the podcast link and fill out the form to ask away. And hopefully we'll get to your, uh, your question on a future episode. In the meantime, please head to iTunes, Spotify, subscribe, rate, review, all the other things that you can do nowadays. And hopefully we will continue to do this and provide value for you guys. So thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeRinald.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.